The Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's The Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to The Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susanna Wexby is cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 16th of December, the 350th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. Just 15 more days until we hit 2024. I've got Baby Brother, also known as Paul Myers, right here next to me in the studio. Say hello, Baby Brother. Hello. Big sister. <laughs> and, wow, it's packed in here. Olia Horton's standing by. Cuckoo. Hello. <laughs> I'm here. So Paul's here with your answers to the bonus question on the listener's corner. Olia is waiting with her happy moment. And there's music from Erwan still to come, too. So don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Sound Kitchen and Susan Owensby. Is cooking. Are you ready? I do hope so. And so do I, because it's... Time for the quiz. On the 18th of November, I asked you a question about the record-breaking floods in northern France. I asked you to answer this question... What was the cumulative rainfall recorded in northern France between the 18th of October and the 12th of November? Paul, what's the answer? Well, the answer is, to quote our article, France recorded a record average cumulative rainfall of more than 215 millimetres between 18 October and 12 November, according to the National Weather Bureau Météo France whose spokesman added, We have to go back to 1993 to observe a cumulative amount of 196.9 millimetres between 21 September and 16 October. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus question, What is the meaning of life? You'll hear the answers later in the listener's corner, so please do stay with us. The winners of this week's quiz are... RFI Listeners Club member Hans Werner Lolika from Hedehusen, Denmark. Hans is also the winner of this week's bonus question. He wrote, I've stopped breaking my head with the question, why am I here? But concentrating on the fact that I am here, and at 75 years old, it might not be for much longer, I would say that the purpose of living is to say and to do good to try to make life easier for others and hopefully fill them with hope. There's a famous quotation from Martin Luther. Even if I knew that tomorrow the world was going to end, I would still plant a tree today. My faith is not that strong, but I hope to be on the right path. Congratulations, Hans. Also on the list of lucky winners this week is a new member of the RFI Surfers Society Bangladesh in Rajshahi, Bangladesh, Matilla Yeesman. We have another new listener on the list this week, too, Rodrigo Hunrichese from Ciudad de Concepcion in Chile. Welcome, Matilla. Welcome, Rodrigo. We all look forward to hearing from you every week. 
Last but not least, two lost lambs. RFI English listeners Arun Hati Mukherjee from West Bengal, India, and Henry Umadhe from Bacolod City in the Philippines. Welcome back, Arun Hati. Welcome back, Henry. Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. Cop 28, Cop 28, Cop 28. It was hard to not be cynical about the summit, which ended earlier this week. It took place, as you know, in oil-rich Dubai, United Arab Emirates. The president of the summit was an oil executive, Sultan Al-Jaber. There were a record 2,456 fossil fuel lobbyists granted access. That's almost four times as many industry-affiliated lobbyists than the number registered for COP27 in Sharm el-Sheikh, which itself was a record year. But let's not be cynical. The summit went over time by a day, but a deal was finally adapted. As RFI English journalist Amanda Morrow wrote from Dubai in her article, Nations Agree Historic Deal to Transition Away from fossil fuels. I want you to reread Amanda's article and answer me this. Why was the term transition away used instead of the term phase out when referring to fossil fuels? Who objected to the term phase out? Again, reread Amanda Morrow's article written from the summit in Dubai, of course. Nations agree historic deal to transition away from fossil fuels and send in the answer to this question. Which country is cited in the article as objecting to the term phase out when referring to fossil fuels? You'll find Amanda's article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Paul, what's this week's bonus question? It is, what incident changed your life? The question was suggested by Jayanta Chakrabarti from New Delhi in India. Again, the bonus question for this week is, what incident changed your life? Remember, we're happy to hear your ideas for bonus questions, so please send them in. So, baby brother, what incident changed your life? Mm, I could get uh, could get dodgy this one, but I'm going to say that it's probably uh, going away to boarding school, getting a decent education, and um, as I was mentioning last week, um, my good friends, the right. best friends. Right, um, right. So, looking back on all of it, yeah, university, blah blah blah, jobs, but I'd say the the later things came from that thing boarding school and going away and getting the decent education and confidence to go into the world as a young man excellent 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 (laughs) and you and you moving to france okay learning to navigate in a different language and a different culture was and still is something (laughs) of a life changer What about you? You have until the 22nd of January 2024 to get your answers to the quiz and the bonus question in. Be sure to tune in on the 27th of January to hear if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. 
Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. Listening to the Sun Kitchen, and Susanna Wensby is cooking. And now more from and about you. It's time for the listener's corner. Take it away, baby brother. The question you answered for this week, such a simple and easy one, was What is the meaning of life? Dapita Chakrabarti wrote, I wake up every morning to see another day. I thank my creator and promise to try to be better than I was yesterday. I think this is the meaning of life, to be given another opportunity to see the light of day. Timothy of Fori believes it is to leave a brighter future for those who follow. This is what he wrote. On the meaning of life, while I haven't yet fully explored the profound question of life's meaning, I believe we all hold the potential to leave a positive impact on the world. Just consider the incredible advancements in technology we enjoy today. They are the culmination of decades of dedication and progress from those who came before us, and it's our responsibility to carry that torch forward. In striving to make a positive difference, however big or small, we contribute to a legacy of progress that enriches the lives of others and helps shape a brighter tomorrow. Jayanta Chakrabarti believes he has a purpose here below. This is what he wrote. I think God has sent me into this world with an intelligent purpose in mind. So it's been my duty to live a dignified and meaningful life, to do good and do the right thing, giving back to society for all it has given me. It does require some soul-searching as I explore my contribution in a troubled world where I have to be flexible when meeting a situation that I have no power to change. That sums up the meaning of life. For Salim Akhtar Chadhar, it's very simple. He wrote, Help humanity as you are able. And for Father Steve Wara, it's the same. Father Steve wrote, Life is a gift of God out of pure love, a love expected to be reciprocated. In summary, life is embedded in the love of God and service to neighbor, the one in need most in particular. Ali Shahzad wrote, The meaning of life means different things to different people. But to me it means looking back on life with no regrets, being content that I put my all into every day, taking on new challenges, supporting my family, spreading love and kindness, sleeping contently every night, working hard and playing hard. We'll close with Muhammad Shamim, for whom the meaning of life is, as he wrote, a combination of loving, inspiration, fulfillment and entertainment. 
Remember, everyone, this week's bonus question, suggested by Jayanta Chakrabarti from New Delhi in India, is what incident changed your life? Do you have a bonus question idea? Well, if so, send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. Thanks to Paul Myers for hanging out in the kitchen with us, and thanks to everyone who participated. You are listening to The Sound Kitchen, and Susan Owensby is cooking. And now it's time to get happy with Ms. Olia Horton. Just take a pinch of inspiration, a bunch of good vibes, a drop of creativity, and sprinkle it with sunshine, and there you have the perfect recipe for a happy moment. Hello, Sound Kitchen listeners. Olia Horton from the RFI English team. I hope you are well. This month's happy moment is dedicated to discovery. Uh, it's a vast concept, I know, so I'll break it down for you. What made me happy this month was meeting and talking to people in my workplace and discovering new things about their jobs. As you know, RFI is part of a big media family called France Media Monde, employing a couple of thousand people doing all sorts of jobs. There are apparently 64 different nationalities represented here. Wow. Now, there are journalists for radio, television and web, of course, but then behind the scenes there are multitudes of technicians, assistants, IT specialists and many, many more professionals. We tend to get caught up in our daily work and we don't take the time to stop and look around what's going on around us. It's such a shame because it's really interesting and we might meet new people and learn something new and useful. What got me thinking about this was... I was asked to organize some activities for a young high school intern who joined us this week. Her name is Julie. Now, I began to think about all the different things that I could show her, from our latest video projects to the recording of podcasts, the interviews, choosing topics for the website. But then I thought, you know what? Maybe I could go a step further and branch out into other departments. So I contacted a few colleagues, some of whom have worked for RFI before, and I asked them if they could show us around. Lo and behold, people were extremely enthusiastic. All we had to do was ask and doors were opened. We visited TV sets, control rooms, we watched live radio interviews, we saw news programs going to air, and we also met some friendly people in IT who were very helpful with my computer problems. Now, by going to these people's offices and meeting them face-to-face, I was able to learn more about their jobs and also appreciate their skills. So along the way, we went to so many different departments and we learned about all these different jobs that we didn't really know about. And the fact that all these different roles, without them, our work wouldn't get done. So a lot of what we do relies on teamwork, even if we don't actually see the people we work with every day. So in a nutshell, it made me happy to connect with people who work in the same building, but who I never really made a point of talking to. And that all happened thanks to our intern, Julie. Merci, Julie. Now, perhaps you can turn to someone in your entourage and ask them the question, what is it that you do in your job? You might be surprised. So, it's over to you. Do you have a happy moment to share with your fellow Sound Kitchen listeners? Don't be shy. You can send them to the Sound Kitchen or get in touch through Facebook. You can leave a message on the Sound Kitchen answering machine or you can go ahead and record your happy moment and send it to us in an email. 
All the addresses and phone numbers you need can be found on the Sound Kitchen page of our website, rfienglish.com. When you record, just make sure you put your head under a blanket. It makes for better sound quality. That's all from me this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Olya Horton. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now. Thanks, Olya. You can hear Olya's happy moment on the first Saturday of every month. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Thanks to Adrien Toro for mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. It's the holiday season here, so we'll be off for two weeks, but I've left behind some mighty fine meals for you in the oven. Next week is a special Christmas program, and the week after that, a music in the kitchen with musical requests from you, so be sure and tune in. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. And remember, do not confuse human beings, our brothers and sisters, with their governments. Shalom, salam, peace. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer. Erwan is off today, but he's a brick. He left behind a delicious musical dessert for you. It's a mashup, a mix of different chants from the Juhonzi Bushmen who live in the southwestern African country of Namibia. The Juhonzi people, Ju, in fact, means people, are members of the indigenous hunter-gatherer cultures of southern Africa and the oldest surviving cultures of the region. The Juhuansi Bushmen recognize a supreme being, Zhu, who is the creator and upholder of life, but will also punish man using the weather. They also have animistic beliefs, which means they believe in both personifications and impersonal forces. The Juhuansi practice shamanism to communicate with the spirit world, and healing rites are a primary part of the culture. For the Juhuansi, having good health is equivalent to having social harmony, meaning that relationships within the group are stable and open between other people. For his mashup, Erwan has chosen both chants and instrumental music. You'll hear music's meant for the hunt, for healing, and for play. Thanks to our friend Erwan for yet another musical discovery. Talk to you all next week.
Oh, 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 oh,
Yeah.